Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. Generation Z. What are you going to do after Generation Z? What are they going to name the next one? Who knows? These are the people up to age 24. One in six of those identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. One in six. Above 24, it hasn't changed. Same as it was years ago. What's the difference? It's culture. Our culture is having an influence which is perverting society and causing people to go in the wrong direction and bringing confusion. It's the force that's in our society, you see. There's a bill that just came up before California to make it illegal to have a girls' and boys' section in parts of department stores. They say, well, they want them to be gender neutral. And it all came about because one of the, I guess he's a, what would you call him, a legislative guy in California, one of his staffers went to the store and she complained that her daughter had to go buy the toy she wanted in the boys' toy department. Oh, what a horrible thing. What an injustice. Somebody should be punished for doing something like that. So now he's come up with a bill where the bill's going to go before the California lawmakers, and they're going to decide, can, are we going to make this law where it will become illegal to have a boys' toy section and a girls' toy section? It needs to be gender neutral. That's just the craziest thing. And there are other laws coming up. You know, the House just passed the Equality Act, I understand, just this past week, which not only expands abortion and makes doctors do reassignment procedures that they may not even agree with in their conscience, and it allows, from what I understand, children to make life-altering sex change decisions. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. And of course, the thing I think most of us are familiar with is going to allow biological men to compete in women's sports and use the bathroom locker room and all of that. But that's, that's just the craziest thing. And it's the most crazy thing in our culture that we're going in this direction. This did never happen because of common sense. This happened simply because of catering to the loudest voices and trying to act like someone's honorable. You know, a lot of the things that are done today, someone was just mentioned to me yesterday, how some of these companies that they want to act like they're the most righteous. Oh, they're behind this momentum of whatever it might be, whatever the new thing is where we say, oh, this is what's right to be done. And yet they're making their big money and all these nations that have some of the worst injustices going on ever, and they never say a thing about those. In fact, some of them are actually participating in violating people's rights in other nations. But when they're over here, they're going to act like they're Mr. or Miss Righteous company, you know, to try to bring that image. It's just crazy how we are so duped and manipulated. Another thing I saw this week, how about Mr. Potato Head? They want to take the mister off of it. Hasbro says, you know what? We need to remove the mister off of Mr. Potato Head. And he's no longer Mr. Potato Head because that's not inclusive enough. They said it's limiting when it comes to gender identity. I mean, I want you to think about that. They have to make a Mr. Potato Head a just potato head because it's limiting to gender identity and family structure. You see where that's going? I am telling you. It looks like an avalanche of evil. And that's just a handful of highlights from one week. I mean, it's just one week. And there's a lot more of them that could come out. These are the ones that seem to be more striking to me. In light of all of that, you see, a lot of people are going, oh, no. 
Bad's just going to happen. Oh, look, things are going to get worse to worse. I want to tell you today, God is bigger than all of those things. God is bigger than what's happening, and God has not been asleep. God is going to be involved. God is going to step into history, so to speak, and do something really amazing. You see, there are always those seasons when it looks like God's not involved, like God doesn't get involved. But in those times, there's a remnant that's paying attention to what's going on, and they begin to pray. They begin to recognize that there's more demonic activity. There's more of the demonic darkness increasing in their nation or in the earth, and they realize that they have to have the power of God. And if there's no power, then there's no hope. And they've been praying, and I hope you've been praying, and you've been believing God because our culture needs help. People that are blinded by the works and the lies of this generation need help. The spirit of this generation has been influencing people and bringing a great darkness in minds and in souls and in individual lives. And I just want to encourage you. I believe that there's been a lot of prayer going on through the faithful remnant who've been crying out to God. And one thing that I believe, and I've been believing this for a while, I mean, I've just been sensing that one of the next great things God does is He's going to bring the fear of God back into the earth. One of the reasons why we all got off course is because the fear of God left the earth. It left the church, where the church, the fear of God is almost something they don't want to have in church anymore because the fear of God makes people feel uncomfortable. And some churches don't want people to feel uncomfortable about anything. You can't have the fear of God in your church if you're afraid of making people feel uncomfortable because it comes in that way. But not only did it leave the church, it's left our culture. People no longer have the fear of God. And I have shared this before. I'm not going to get into it in as much detail, but God is going to bring that back. I fully believe that. I believe God's going to step in to history, and I believe that we're going to see God do some amazing things that are shocking. I believe that God himself is going to deal with those people that have come against every good thing. They have lied knowingly manipulated others and they have called evil good and they have called good evil and they've given the finger to God and spat in his face. I believe God's going to come and he's going to deal with these people. I used to think that the fear of God was going to come into the church first and it was going to come because we've been praying and just the presence of God would come. And I began to realize more and more, you know what? That's probably not how it's going to come. It's going to come because God's going to start judging things and people are going to be held accountable by God and the fear of God's going to come back. You see, where there's no accountability, there's no fear. I just want to mention a couple of verses that have been going through my heart this week. Isaiah 26, 9. When your judgments, O Lord, are in the earth, the inhabitants will learn righteousness. You see, sometimes it's as if God is withholding certain things, but there are times when it's like God's judgments are in the earth. He begins to bring things into alignment with His will and people that have resisted Him. I'm not just talking about people who are ignorant and have got some things wrong in their life. I'm talking about people who have just the greatest darkness in their souls and do evil and manipulate and lie and deceive and make other people think that they're actually doing them good when they know they're not. There's another verse 
I was reading this week, and I thought, man, that sounds intense. But I almost didn't want to read it. And I'm going, well, that's crazy. God's all in this verse. I definitely need to read it. It's in Proverbs. And I believe this is for today. And I just want you to listen to it. And you think about this. Does this register with you for right now? Does it seem God is highlighting this verse right now? God says, because I called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke. I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes, when your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they'll call on me, but I won't answer. They'll seek me diligently, but they won't find me because they hated knowledge and they did not choose the fear of the Lord to do what they knew was right. They'd have none of my counsel and they despised my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way. That's called reaping what you sow. You might go, oh, oh, maybe God's not going to do this or God's not going to do that. Okay, well, at least you can agree with me that the Bible says you are going to reap whatever you have sown. And that's actually what he's saying right here. They're going to eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of calamity or evil. Praise God for his word that is so strong. This is an hour you better be listening to God. This is an hour you better turn to God. This is an hour where you better wake up and begin to fear the Lord if you don't have the fear of the Lord in your heart. The Word of God here says the complacency of fools will kill them. What's complacency? Complacency is when you don't take anything too seriously. You don't really act on anything. Maybe you believe in your mind something but it doesn't touch you enough to really act on it. So there's no fear of God in complacent people. There's a putting off of things. There's a not taking things seriously. There's no urgency. But I want to just tell you right now, it says the complacency of fools will kill them. That's what we just read. It's time to stop putting God off. It's time to pay attention to God. It's time to start taking things to heart. And it's time for you to begin to evaluate your life. Where are you with God? How have you been living? What are your priorities and what are you living for? Maybe you need to adjust some of your priorities and come back to God. Don't be complacent. Don't think, oh, I can just put that off. Don't think that God doesn't care about those things because God does care about those things. He's not been asleep. He watches everything that goes on and he's looking for one whose heart is completely his that he should strongly support him and he also recognized those as we saw earlier that have resisted him that don't want anything to do with him that lies deceive and cheat and they know what they're doing is wrong he has been watching that too and just like he supports one. There comes a time when he deals with those that have been corrupting others. And I believe that time is coming. And God is calling a people back to himself. He's not just calling sinners now. I want to also mention this. He's not just calling sinners to get saved. He's calling his church back to himself. He's calling a people that have become distracted back to himself. He's causing us to put God back at the center of everything. 
where he's not just added to our pursuits. No, he is the center of life. He's the reason we live. He is what we pursue every day. Life is all about God. And you see, there's a reason why we've gotten cold and we need to fix it. But I just want to say God is calling us back to that place of radical love and radical devotion. It's going to be all about Him. He's going to be our great pursuit. He's going to be our reason for living in this hour. 